What up? Welcome back to the Stella Stella Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boyd, joined as always by Glenn Enos Jr. And Sousa's back. Matt Sousa. Everyone's favorite guest. You done Ooh. giving uh you done giving the big mouse a reach around? You gotta understand. The only way you can give a reach around is if you're doing the fucking. And I was the one getting fucked with no reach around. <laughs> you don't no have PB to. The only reach around he was doing was into my wallet while he was fucking me. And I was smiling the whole time. Was it magical? Yeah, it was. Sick. Highly mm-hmm. recommend going without kids. Because I know it's like a thing to go with your kids, but they're just going to slow you down and get in the way. Too many people go there with infants who won't remember a goddamn thing. Yeah. Double wide strollers. Kids are passed out in the fucking thing. Like, get out of the way. Get those kids out of here. Keep keep going. They need to be able to walk on their own. That's when you know that they'll actually be able to appreciate being there and remember it when they grow up. Dude, let's use a a cook. Um, Tuesday, (laughs) November 14th, on the Stellar Stellar podcast, you heard it here first. Matt Souza says... Fuck them kids. So, Matt Souza, ambiguous Mike. summary of what I said, maybe a little out of context, but yeah, you could say that. What was your favorite part? The Christmas party. It was already decorated for Christmas, and uh, they um, they like closed the park down early, and then had a Christmas party after that. They had to buy an extra ticket for, which we did. It was good. They even had they had fake snow spraying on in in the air. Did you eat it in a wow. certain section? And it was like pretty magical. And Did when you it touched your it? hand, they said don't eat it. It looked like soap foam when it touched you. Then it would like dissolve in your hand. Not sure what it really was, but so did you eat it? No. Yeah. Nope. Wow. Next time, eat it and tell me. Well, how it is. probably a hallucinogen or something. <laughs> Bunch of LSD <laughs> falling from the sky at Disney World. Possible. Um. Well, welcome back, Susa. Thanks. Yeah, good to be back. back. I might we might as well start with questions for Susa. Uh, this is coming live from chat. By the way, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not watching us on the Twitch every Tuesday night live at 7 p.m., what are you doing? Because right here you're getting the content. C. Hyler Six says questions for Susa. What's it like to have your receivers combined for 120 points? I don't know what that's like because that's not what happened. You want to tell us how much they combined for? I could do that. But I get where he's I get what he's saying. What's, What's it like it to have like? your receivers combined yeah. for a fuck ton of points? And I gotta say, it feels as good as you think it would. Would would you say it's like Better than an orgasm or not that good? Yeah, it's it's better. Yep. It's the right answer. I'd, I'd give up an orgasm podcast. if I could get that. Hell yeah. Because it's better. Yeah. Woo. Mason, how's it feel to uh, this question for Mason? Mason, how's it feel to um catch two L's in a row? Um, well, I'll be honest. I didn't think I had that great of a chance coming into this week because I had a lot of my team on by. 
so the fact that I was I was competitive with Gomes was great. Uh, I'm still pissed I lost because I <laughs> last night I uh, was watching or uh, I showered and then I was I was uh, watching something on TV before I played Fortnite with you guys. And um, I opened my phone because I forgot that the game was on. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. The game's on. Open my phone. <laughs> Josh Allen, negative 0.6. James Cook, negative 1.2. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Both of them had fun. James Cook fumbled and Josh Allen had thrown a pick. And the game had like four minutes. It was four minutes into the game. And I was like, well, <laughs> guess what? It's not in the cards tonight. And then uh, I also played Brendan and I lost finally in Jim and Skip. Um, you know, disappointing, obviously. Um, Brendan caught me on a week. I didn't have Tyreek Hill or Raheem Mostert. Um, so that was painful. Uh, and it happened. I lost. Um, kind of relieved a little bit. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a good karma now. Like, like, oh yeah, I got my loss out of the way. Now I can go back to to winning. Um, are you, are you think that's gonna happen this week? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. who are you playing this week? Oh, I'm playing you. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm playing you, pal. And guess what? And what about the other league? He's not on bye anymore. He's back in my lineup. Justin Jefferson should be coming off of IR. All right, we got a new news guy. And Jalen Warren is the Steelers' starting running back. So, fuck with me. It's like when you're a comedian, but you're letting someone open up for you and they take all your jokes. <laughs> now I got oh, come on. Is that the only news you had? Those three specific things I no. said? Two weeks of news, that's all I had. <laughs> yeah, because it's news. Pukunuku is not on by. Like today. Dude, right. why would you say he's not on by, bro? I was going to say that. Fuck. Yeah, Glenn and Mason this week is going to be good. I don't think anyone is on by this week. Yeah, Glenn's Josh, team was Josh Downs on by. Oh, Glenn, your team was ass, and now it's rounding into form right when you're about to play me. This is bullshit. I'm just saying. Listen, my team's either wow. really good or really bad, and it all depends which week you catch me on. And I have a feeling this week is going to be a good week. I do Monday too, night, actually. it's going to come down to Devonta Smith versus Rasheed Rice. Oh, really? You guys got a Monday night thing? Oh, my that, God. Devonta Smith's fun. not going to do shit, bro. Oh, well, why? Because he's going to get locked up by the fucking Kansas City defense. Kansas City's defense is nasty. Are you kidding me? It is good. And the Eagles' defense is not good. Well, their line good. is. Their secondary sucks, though. That it does. Glenn has his best player leading off the week on a Thursday night game. Yeah, Jamar. I'm, I'm debating sitting him. I... Here's the thing. What? I don't know. I don't know what week it was. I think it was a few weeks ago. I had a guy on Thursday night and he did absolutely jack shit. And I'm going to get to this because I'm going to talk about my matchup with Jake Aronson this week. But it seems like whenever I have guys go on Thursday night, they fucking suck. And it is, it's like, why even put him out there? Stardom, just save it for for Sunday because for three days I have to look at what little my guy did on Thursday night. Whereas if I play someone 
who has a guy on Thursday night, like say, I don't know, Deonta Foreman, they have a good game. I don't I don't understand. I never had like I don't know. I mean, TJ Hawkins had a good game earlier this year, Thursday night for me, so I guess that's the exception. But I never right. feel confident starting guys on Thursday night. One, because usually it's a short week for both teams, which means shitty football on both sides. Two, for the exact reason I just said, if your guy does bad, you got to stare at that for three days until Sunday comes around, and I hate that. And, and at uh, the end of the day, usually doesn't matter. Like the, no. the week he had Hawkinson get 20 on Thursday. You lost. I lost. Yeah. Well, Foreman went off against you this week. You won. That's true. So it's like at, you can't win emotionally, yeah. mentally. You can't win with the Thursday night game. So I told myself if I can help it, if I have flex guys, I should say, who are playing on Thursday night, unless I can't start anyone else, I want to sit them for somebody else. Now, I'm not going to do that this week, obviously, because it's Jamar Chase. That'd be foolish. But I don't feel good about it. Like, I don't think Jamar's going to get 20. I'll be happy if he gets at least 10. I can't hear you, Mason. Nope. Nope. Cannot hear Mason. I think he said, um, I'm probably going to win. And Jamar's probably going to get 30 on Thursday night, which I'd have to agree. Sorry. That's okay. Um, no, what I was... God damn it. What the hell was I going to say? Oh. I don't know. I couldn't hear it. I, what I was going to say is I was shocked that Jamar was projected for so many points, to be honest with you. Not because he's not good, but because he's going against the Ravens secondary, which has been like the best secondary in the league this year on a short week, no less. Um, so, I don't know. It just was surprising to me. I mean, but I feel like players like him and the top players in fantasy are usually projected for almost 20 points every week, which is kind of like a love-hate thing because uh, your projections look cool, but that's a lot of points for someone to be projected. And then it's like if they don't get that, it means like they underperform their projection. But if he gets 15, like I'm still going to be happy with 15. Oh, it's tough. But we're going to find out. You don't have anybody Thursday, right? Um, not in Westport. I have Lamar, who, by the way, quick aside. Sucks. But the thing is, he doesn't like. Yes, he sucks, quote unquote. But like in fantasy, the Ravens are are a fantasy enigma because the team will score thirty five points, and you're like, oh my god! Like Zay Flowers must have like twenty five. Mark Andrews must have twenty six. Lamar must be at forty by now, and then you look, and Gus Edwards has. Uh, 12 points because he has two one-yard rushes for touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lamar's got own, 10. One of my Don't dynasty leagues um, where I have Lamar, my team is doing well in spite of him being my quarterback. Luckily, I'm able to have Christian McCaffrey carries most of the load, but it's very frustrating. And to think I had Josh Allen in that league at one point, too. Funny how time then, flies. Then again, he sucks. So... For context with Chase's projection, I did the math. He's projected for nine receptions for 97 yards and a 57% chance for a touchdown. I like that. It's good odds. Never tell me the odds, though. 
Shit, my bad. It's all right. I think it depends um, if T. Higgins plays personally. Oh, that could be why. Because right now he's, I think, well, we got to get into the news. All right. So here's the news with Sousa. Welcome, everybody, to the news with Sousa. And like I was about to say, which is probably leading to Jamar Chase's lofty projections, Bengals wide receiver T. Higgins, hamstring injury, is unlikely to play this Thursday. So it's pretty much already decided he's going to be out. He's projected for zero points. The news came out yesterday that he's unlikely, obviously dealing with some issues, and he's been a pretty big disappointment this year, if I do say so myself. <clears throat> Zay Jones got arrested. Wait, what? Okay. On a misdemeanor domestic battery charge. This was yesterday. Bro, this uh, is like the fourth person this year that's gotten arrested. Must be something like, in the air. Did he got arrested? Did Michael Thomas get arrested? Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, Chris Olave got arrested. Michael <laughs> Thomas, I think, also did. Or yeah, something. didn't he? Well, he got, I, like, I thought that he got arrested. Like that. Hold on. I'm looking it up. Like <laughs> what? This guy's getting arrested, man. Just play football. What are you doing? Yeah. Michael Thomas arrested on battery charges after allegedly throwing brick at truck. Yeah, Frank <laughs> just said it. Throwing bricks. A B style. <laughs> Come on. Bro. Throwing bricks at trucks. I'm just picturing like on a bridge, just like bored, throwing bricks at cars <laughs> as they go by. Dude, that's three Four people. Squad cars just pull up. <laughs> that's, the first brick. that's three people. And then on top of it, that guy from the Patriots got arrested for bringing guns to Logan at the beginning of this year. Oh, yeah. Was it Jack Jones? Yeah. Which he yeah. got released. Uh, oh, sorry, Susan. Is that part of the news? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Wait, who? Did you say Mac Jones? No, Jack, Jack Jones. Jones. Jack He's a rookie Jones. corner. Hmm. Uh, Jack Mac Jones. No, that like was not Jack. part of the news. I talk about relevant stuff, like Michael Carter being released by the Jets. Yeah, very relevant. Who cares? <laughs> um, it's actually big for Brees, because now uh, Michael Carter ain't out there on passing downs all the time. Yeah. Feed the Brees. Unleash the Brees. Why couldn't Chris trade him to me at the beginning of the season? Uh, he could have traded him to me, but I was stupid. I was like, nah, dude, he stinks. I got Dalvin Cook, dude. Yeah, go ahead. I wanted to trade for him so bad. Yeah, Chris Dalvin just Cook. never listened to any of my trade offers. Well, oh, yeah, Dalvin Cook. Was, yeah, remember him? Yeah, I mean, because uh, I was like, Michael Carter passing that. I was like, someone else is there. Like, I, I couldn't think of it that you said it's Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. It's Dalvin to carry Cook. That's all he gets. <laughs> to carry cook two cc i had to watch i had to watch hard knocks him come in off a fucking did he come in off a helicopter no what? he came into training camp on hard knocks this year for the jets and everyone's like yeah. yeah oh shoot we got dalvin Dalvin's like yeah man I'm just gonna you know do my best help out the team yeah what he meant by that is getting people's fucking water that's what he meant <laughs> he's keeping the bench Thanks. warm for Brees when he comes yeah, back after he's... scoring yeah He's getting his lap ready so he can sit on it and he can give him the old Mickey Mouse reach around. Oh, my God. Mickey Mouse reach around. Um, okay. Here we Remember go. The episode. <laughs> I don't know about me. that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, wide receiver Keaton Allen considered day-to-day with a shoulder injury. 
Yeah. He's carrying your fucking team on his back. He um <laughs> yeah on his shoulders. Panacho diagnosed it as a one thousand percent chance broken collarbone. Yeah, that was before he caught a second touchdown, and then <laughs> he. <laughs> but he came back. But obviously, it was he's still dealing with something. He's oh old. my They're god! Give him a, a rest. What, a, what a humble bra- dude. Humble bra- now, when, when you sent that text. When you sent the text, you said Herbert just threw a touchdown, but I couldn't see who it was too. I was fucking dying. Craig called me a penis, but I just wanted to let you know that was mostly directed to Panacho's comment. Yes, I wasn't just is, like saying that is a hundred. That's one thousand percent, as he would say, something that he would do. Yeah, exactly. That is exactly. So funny, dude. I was dying. Um, but you are a penis. That's fair. Um, Dolphins running back Devon HM set to return off IR this week. Yeah, Meanwhile, I feel about Moster that. is questionable. Dealing with, I uh, feel about that. You traded him. I did. I traded the Miami backfield for Saquon. Yeah, and he's only been good in 2018. So he's been pretty solid. I mean, the, the loss of Daniel Jones probably going to hurt, but then again. They're not going to play the Cowboys again, so that's a saving grace. True. But um, the way I looked at it, Devon Achan could be just what he was before, the next best thing. Maybe I could have started both of them too, but maybe not. Devon Achan, three games? That's the only three games we've seen. Might have just been a fluke. Maybe that's a little too outlierish. Maybe he'd be like a good 10-point guy, 10-12 point guy. So we we don't know if what he did was going to be the normal. He's also coming off an injury, so we don't know if that's going to hamper him. We've never seen Moster, HN, and Jeff Wilson all healthy at the same time. And their playoff the schedule person. blows. They play in Dallas, the Jets, and Baltimore. In the it's funny you say that, because I was just talking to Zach Aronson uh, before the podcast. We had a nice telephone conversation, and I was telling him about Tua. I said, you're probably going to need Aaron Rodgers, because... Um, Tua's playoff schedule is bad. I said, so if you want to trade for Aaron Rodgers, I'll give him to you because I'm such a nice guy. And he was like, yeah, he's like, the playoff schedule sucks. He's like, that's why I drafted Richardson for specifically for that reason. But obviously Jeez. he's hurt too. So, yeah. Thinking about the playoff schedule before the season even starts? Yeah, see, that's something that his son, Craig, doesn't do, you know. And that's why Zach right now is a premier contender mm-hmm. in that league. And uh, that's gotta be where it is. No, nah, I can't even. I can't even say that with a straight face because I, I want him to kick rocks very badly. Yeah, so those are my concerns. Um, they're gonna be playing better teams. You don't know if what he did was the norm. You don't know what it's gonna be like <clears throat> in that backfield with everyone healthy. I'd rather just consolidate it into one guy who I know is gonna get the volume. But we'll see. It might not. It might not pay off. Maybe Achan really is that guy, and maybe Mostert still will. Be healthy and score four touchdowns a game. We'll have to see. But what's my reasoning? But yeah, each going to be back. I think that's going to be the difference between a championship and a first-round exit. That's just my opinion. Are you making a opinion one way or the other, or you just think that's going to – we're going to see what happens? Or we're do you gonna, think I it mean, was ultimately bad? I, I think how your team was set up with all the great wide receivers you had, you could have taken that chance to continue with the Miami backfield and how explosive they can be. Rather than, yeah, you get the name in Saquon, 
possibly the volume, but also the injury risk, the chance that the Giants are so bad that they just shut them down. It's not worth it. Nah. Injury risk. Right. Most are an injury risk. And Atrian's already hurt. Right. But I feel bad for Saquon because I feel like his injuries have just been not Unlucky. like, oh, he tweaked something or yeah. something towards like up. people falling on him and shit. It's like really bad luck. Yeah. But his it's... floor is like double digits most of the time. It's just he might not get the touchdowns. His touch his touches aren't as valuable, but he gets a lot of them. Anyway, we'll or, see what happens. Whereas HN just fucking scores every time he touches the ball. Yeah, three carries, a hundred yards, two touchdowns. Right. Kind of like Keaton Mitchell. Jeez. I don't have news on him, but something to think about there. He's been explosive the last two weeks. Who's got him to why Lamar Jackson isn't doing anything? Uh Jake. Fryer has him. Of course he does. I had him. Of course. I had him. Oh, you had yeah, he him? floated around. I did. I had him. I dropped him the week before he fucking oh, popped off. You dropped him. For fucking Leonard Fournette. I hey, that, that's like my James Conner from Mike Gillisley <laughs> transaction years ago when Bell held out. But I forgot that's, Latavius that's Murray is the best back in the Don't fucking to Buffalo Bills that. backfield. So bad, bro. So yeah, bad. Latavius Murray scored last night on you. That was that pretty much sealed it, of course. Oh, as soon as I opened up, like, I opened up my app and then I saw that. I was like, oh, my God, it's so Jover, bro. I'm done. Stick a fork in me, bro. There was another candlelight vigil for Derek Carr this week. Jameis Winston came in. That's when Olave really started to go off, which is good for Olave owners if Jameis Winston's quarterback. Because Derek Carr can't do shit. But we'll see what happens. I don't have any updates on... Derek Carr. Actually, oh, he was ruled out with a concussion and a shoulder injury that week. And typically with concussions, it seems like this year they're being held out one game, which is what's going to happen with Alexander Madison. He got concussed this weekend and um, presumed to be ruled out this week. And Cam Akers already tore his second ACL. So Ty Chandler is the next man up who scored a touchdown last week in Alexander Madison's absence. Sticking with the Vikings, Justin Jefferson should be activated this week from IR, ready to go. Josh Dobbs, the new quarterback of the Vikings, seems to be settling in very nicely. Everyone's fucking uh, nasty. Everyone's loving that. Breaking Love uh, him. Getting out of the pocket in tight situations, finding open guys, winning games. Hawkinson going off, Glenn. Don't shake your head. You should be liking this too. That's true, but I'm just thinking, you know, Josh Dobbs. Everyone seems to be coming around on Josh Dobbs. Well, I'm not Doug. No. <laughs> he's I, he's actually the. I think he has the most rushing yards this year as a quarterback too. I saw two gay bikers having sex in the woods. <laughs> How am I supposed to chip with that going on, Doug? Uh, Josh Dobbs is doing the damn thing for Minnesota, and right now they'd be a playoff team after the horrible start that they had. I'm not going to go on this podcast and say that Josh Dobbs is better than Kirk Cousins. But I think Josh Dobbs is efficient enough to produce fantasy output for TJ Hawkinson, for Justin Jefferson. What's Jordan Addison been doing with Josh Dobbs? Nothing? No, he's been pretty good. I don't think he had a touchdown, but he had a good game. Uh, All right. Let me just for him, too. But again, Jefferson was out. That's true. 
Do, uh, Addison went four for 69. On seven Hawkinson targets. had his best game of the year last week. So give me all the Josh Dobbs. Yeah, and Josh Dobbs extends plays. He, he's he's mobile to get out of the quarterback, to pick up the first down himself to extend the drive, or he can get find people open by extending the play. I think it's going to be good. Speaking of extending plays, what do we think about Kyler Murray? Yeah, I was going to bring him up. So Dobbs out of Arizona. Now Kyler Murray comes back. I didn't see him play. He did. But it it wasn't. uh, It was just a decent game for Kyler in his first game back. But he he does the things that Kyler does, like you said before, extending plays like like Dobbs doing. But he does it in a way that's just like the rollout to his left. When you think he's going to get tackled, he'll just continue to scramble back to the other side of the field, turn it into a first down for a gain of nine yards. And I'm like, it's crazy. Catch yeah, I saw that, he's, he's I saw that play. On, I, I know you're talking about. I saw that play on third and 10. Yeah. He like scrambled and came all the way back up the side. I was like, how the fuck? It's like playing Madden with like 95 speed and no stamina loss or something. <laughs> right. He's like constantly running around. No, but he's yeah, he, like, he was good. He was good. And I mean, I don't know. We haven't really talked about this, but they played the Falcons, right? Yes, yeah, they won on a game-winning field goal, right? No, I know. But what I was going to say is, have you guys been following, like, I don't know how much you guys are on Twitter, but, like, my For You page is a lot of fantasy X. football. And people, like, all the fantasy football people were just shitting on Arthur yeah. Smith so, so fucking hard. Because Arthur Smith, like, hates the fantasy football community. Oh, yeah. And like, like he's he has openly said this like in press conferences. Like people have asked him why he's not using his best players, like Bijan, like using Tyler Algier in the green zone and the red zone, like exclusively, and not using Bijan. And he was just like, "This isn't fantasy football. Like we put guys in there that we think give us the best chance." And then like everyone was like comparing stats and was like, "Hey, dumbass, Bijan is better. <laughs> you fucking idiot." He's so Jeez. stupid. No, you're right. Yeah, there's there's a whole like uh, revolt against Arthur Smith out there in the, in the fantasy community. It's just, I understand like coaches are are like their job is to win games and stuff, but as a league, you have to have awareness of what fantasy football means for your product. Like the players are aware of it. And like some some players, like Austin Eckler, and you know Stephon Diggs or whoever, like they will like mention fantasy, like oh, I let my fantasy owners down or this and that and blah blah blah. And then you yeah. get some players would be like, I don't care about your fantasy team, blah blah blah, and this and that. But it's like okay, but the reason like the sport is as popular as it is, a big chunk of that is due to fantasy football. Sports gambling, like there has yeah. to be some kind of awareness. So, to, to, like, I don't I, think I don't, that I don't think that means that they should care about it. But I think no. the point is, like, but objectively, it's subjectively that Bijan is the better decision to make. Is right. the one, but, but I'm saying, like, like, like coaches and players, like, going on record to shit on fantasy football. Yeah, like, right. Again. I don't Absolutely. I don't really care if like a player or a coach has a problem with it because I think at the end of the day, like people like obviously no one in our league is as serious as we take it. 
would do something like some people do where like they dm like players and right. being like fuck, fuck you bro like i lost my fantasy game because of you like you suck like people like i understand why some players yeah, and i'm, I'm not averse. condoning that no 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 i, no, I know yeah. but i'm saying i understand why some players are against fantasy football but at the same time this is different because Arthur Smith was using, not using fantasy football, like just saying he didn't like it. He was using it as a deflecting mechanism of why he's being a bad coach. And that's <laughs> what's fucking stupid about it. Yeah. Like if he hates fantasy football, like that's fine, but don't use it as a deflection uh, tactic because you can't justify not using the guy who you drafted with a top five pick. Like, Come on, yeah. man! Just don't be a dumbass. Like and I think, I think over the past month, I think over the past month, um, Dan Campbell got the message because uh, Jameer Gibbs is actually being used yeah. like a first round pick. So, yeah, man, it's good to see. Any more news, Susan? That's a great question. I think that I think that does. Oh, James Connor's coming back too from IR. He's someone we haven't heard about in a while. So he's set to return. Khalil Herbert was set to return last week. He did his four games on IR, but didn't play. It was a Thursday night game. Uh, and so we're waiting to see if he'll play this week. Sounds like he will. If he doesn't, that's very concerning. But watch out for him coming back from IR. James Conner's back from IR. Damian Pierce was out last week, and Glenn felt the full effects of... Uh, Devin Singletary getting 30 okay. carries for the first Don't time in his started. life. Actually, you can get me started because, like I said, I'm I I got got something I want to say about that. But continue. Um, no, I think I think that's it. That pretty much does it for the news. All right, cool. So. Because uh, now this is obviously we're having fun, and I did win. But I, I just want to show you how fantasy football be sometimes. Okay. I might, you know what? I might just use this. I might use this. <laughs> All right. This oh past week, ladies and gentlemen, I played none other than the Find a Way Warriors, who had Patrick Mahomes on by, Travis Kelsey on by. But have no fear where there's a will, there's a way. And Jake Aronson was trying to find a way. At the 1 o'clock slot, we had Devin Singletary getting a season high in fantasy points of 30 carries, 150 yards, and a touchdown. Previous to this, he hasn't scored over 8 points all year, but he finished with 22.6. Then you scroll down his team a little bit. And don't forget about the Thursday night performance for Deonta Foreman. A fat 16.2 off of 80 yards and a touchdown. But ladies and gentlemen, it gets better. Because the combination of the Commanders players, Sam Howell, the number six, I'm sorry, number five quarterback in fantasy, had 24.18 points on 312 yards and three touchdowns. And then, of course, the running back. Brian Robinson Jr., currently the number four running back in fantasy. 24.7 points. Yeah, you heard that right. Brian Robinson Jr., the number four running back in all of fantasy football. Last I'm week, throw he had up. eight carries 
for only 38 yards, but, oh, but, he had six receptions on six targets for 119 yards and a touchdown. So, yeah, I was a little upset, but it's okay, because at the end of the day, my guys found a way to get it done. Find a way. I like it. Yeah. What I'll say about Brian Robinson being the number four running back, Sam Howell being the number five quarterback, and even TJ Hawkinson being the number one tight end, they haven't had their buys yet. And the ranking's based on total points. So it's a little bit skewed, just so you know. Yeah. I mean, TJ Hawkinson doesn't really surprise me because even without the bye, he should be top three with what he's been doing all year. Top three, yes, but number one. I feel like Kelsey hasn't given that up in the last four years, not even for a week. Well, the season's not over yet, but you got to look at the stats, Sousa. When Taylor Swift isn't in attendance, Travis Kelsey doesn't play that well. He actually plays like a certified bum. But the games where she is in attendance, that's when he plays his hardest. Hmm. So... I'm not, I'm not saying that's it, but kind of is. And then Mark Andrews, you know how, how he can do. One week, he'll suck a fat one. The other week, he'll drop three touchdowns on your head. Yeah. But I feel like TJ Hawkinson has been the most consistent tight end all year. For sure. So I'll take that. He's, he's been pretty good. Yes. He he's ascended. Yes, he's he, definitely he taken George Kittle's shown. Uh, He's shown flashes last year, and, and Kittle's another guy too. Again, a guy who can have you know three or four points one week, and then or even worse, honestly, have a twenty-point game just like that. So, um, but yeah, it, it's just I, I, going back to Jake Hansen. I'm watching these bums go off against me like Devin Singletary, and I can't. I guess I can't call Brian Robinson Jr. a bum because he is the number four quarterback. But Sam Howell, like he's one of those guys when you look at the Washington Commanders, like you're watching him and he's not good, but he's got that fantasy output. It's like it's like when Cam Newton, uh, after his MVP years, you know, he would have a good fantasy game, but if you watch the whole game, you're like, this team ain't that good. And he's yeah, you can't watch good. the games. Right. You just have to check at the end. That's it. So that's that. Um let me uh, let's get ready to rumble stellar stars of the week brought to you by ready to rumble vibrators for instance drop your man or woman started start it start it week number 10 um Wants to go first. Hi, Dan. Okay. So I'm going with the QB one for this week, and it wasn't oh. close. Oh, that was my guy. I gotta put spec on his name, bro. That's why Brennan beat me in Craig's league. I gotta I gotta I gotta tip my cap. So uh Dak scored 37.86 fantasy points. He had 404 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, and he had two carries for 17 yards and a rushing touchdown. Five total TDs. That's fucking crazy. 
Very, He's very been simple. averaging 29 points the last four games. I was just going to say that, Suze. I, says, I was going to say since the debacle in San Francisco, 24.88 on Monday night against the Chargers, then he had the bye, 28 against the Rams, 28 against Philly, 37 last week against the Giants. And the thing is, the next three weeks, he's at Carolina, at home against Washington, at home against Seattle. And then comes a stretch of Philly, Buffalo, Miami, and Detroit for the playoffs in week in the last week of the regular season. So I don't think there's any reason this should slow down over the next month. Oh, and he's he's thrown for over a thousand yards and eleven touchdowns in three weeks. He's been going off, and you, you, maybe it's the bye week. After the bye week, they've been freaking lights out in the passing game, not letting up either. That's really when CeeDee Lamb started going crazy was after the bye. I don't know if they changed their game plan around, but they've just been unstoppable. And uh, for a Cowboys fan, gives you hope for maybe a championship. Um, you got to get the division first, and this is an important month coming up. Like I said, sure. they should beat Carolina, Washington, Seattle. Then you host Philly on Sunday night. Philly has a really tough schedule coming up. Um, they still got to play the Chiefs this week. They got to play the 49ers. They got to play Buffalo, even though Buffalo's kind of ass. We can talk about that too. But things are looking up, but they got to win that Sunday night game in Dallas. Did they beat the Eagles two weeks ago? No. I forget who won. The Eagles won because of literally two plays that were an inch off. Dax oh, that's right. They had that big conversion. comeback and then at the, yeah. the last drive. Yeah. That's right. My bad. A lot, of, a, lot, a lot of miscues that need to be cleaned up the second time around. Eagles are beatable. I've said this. They're not as good as they were last year. And the Chiefs so we'll get to Monday. see the Eagles-Chiefs rematch this year. Is that this week? The Monday night. Damn, that'll be big. Yep. Your stellar star of the week? Me? Yeah. Oh, me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll do it. I got to go with CD Lamb. Because, like I said, after the bye week, he's been insane. So insane that he's setting records. For the first player in NFL history, this is a little specific, to receive to get over 10 receptions and 150 yards in three straight games. A little specific, but they mentioned it. Historic. <laughs> and this and that's an ESPN stat. That's an ESPN stat. What was the rule? If it's if it's three criteria, it's 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 a stupid stat. So receptions, yards, and consecutive games. Nah. He uh this it's week he had, he had uh 14 targets, 11 receptions, 151 yards. And a touchdown through the air. And then he received a carry that happened to go for 14 yards and another touchdown. CeeDee Lamb rushing in a touchdown. Everyone got touchdowns on this team, except first-round pick Tony Pollard, which maybe we need to start talking about him. He has one touchdown, which I think is week one, or maybe it was two. It was only one game, though. And uh, he's been... Not good. And we got people like Rico Dowdle scoring touchdowns. 
Granted, Dallas touchdown was in the games already in the in the bag and the backups are in. Cooper Rush was in, blah, blah, blah. Um they don't run the ball in the red zone like they should. And when they do, it's not effective. I've seen Tony P get stopped multiple times within the five yard line. Can't pound it in. It's almost like they're missing a guy who is really good at that. But yes. I mean, Dak has also been throwing the ever-loving shit out of the ball. That's what I'm saying, too. But early in the season, they had red zone struggles, both in the passing game and the running game. Now it's just the running game. And it doesn't really – you don't see it as much because Jake Ferguson's catching touchdowns. Yeah. Brandon Cook's catching touchdowns. C.D. Lamb's catching touchdowns. So as long as they're scoring, I don't really think they give a fuck who it is. Mm -hmm. It just happens that it's not Tony Pollard. Yeah, Ferguson's had a touchdown every game since the bye last three weeks. That's um, good. Yeah. That's my stellar star. My stellar star. Uh, why don't we just keep it on Sousa's team? <laughs> Keenan Allen. Like C.D. Lamb, also 11 receptions. However, he got 175 yards. That's and crazy. Two touchdowns. <clears throat> that game was Allen. Shootout. Yeah, it was. I, first, I thought it was going to be all Lions. And then the Chargers stormed back a little bit. Um, yeah, Keenan Allen, number three receiver right now in fantasy. His second game of 35-plus points this year. So, there's always that. My God. Um, and the Chargers still lost. They have a knack for that. Yeah, Dude, they really I, do. <laughs> I don't understand how Brandon Staley still has his job as head coach. Like all the boneheaded shit that he's done. Like I, I don't, I don't get it. And he's supposed to be like a defensive mastermind head coach. Their defense stinks. Like it's so it bad. They really do. I it's think that's so probably bad. what takes away from Herbert's story. If he just had a competent defense, maybe he'd win more games and have more respect from people like Glenn. I mean, he definitely went more games, but but Herbert still has like a little chokiness in him too. I know what Glenn's saying. At least he has a subway commercial. That is he fair. Was up, he was up by what twenty four in fair. the playoffs. Yeah, when they lost to the Jags, it was like yeah. twenty four nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point, you can only blame the coach to a certain extent. Okay, when you when you got a twenty four point lead in the playoffs, a good quarterback should reel it in, and be able to close out that game. So, I agree, right. but I think he was also a rookie, wasn't he? No, no, he wasn't. That was last year. That was last year. Yeah, this happened last year. That was last year, bro. What the fuck? And oh, he had the one with broken ribs, Glenn. He had broken ribs in Animal his cookies. only playoff appearance. Give the kid a break. Suck my ass. <laughs> Give him a break. I'm tired of giving him breaks. You know what's giving him break? His bones. He had rib problems last year. Now he has a middle finger fracture. Oh, yeah. I got a middle finger fracture. My little finger. Him, right? And his defense also <laughs> is broken. My little finger. Yeah. No, it's okay. Because if you're if you're a decent quarterback, but your defense sucks, all is forgiven. All is forgiven. Can dude. you at least say he's above average? Like top half in the league? I top can't. 10 even? I can't get yeah. what's the board. Cannot? What, is, what does the board say right here, Susan? What does, what does it that say? say? Kirby was mid. Herbert is mid. Ah. Oh. Hey, 
Hey, get back. Yeah, sweating. Uh, who's Animal Cookies? Hi, Animal Cookies. That's Megan. <laughs> I love the name. Um, yeah, so Gibbs versus Walker has been something discussed before the season started. We were all convinced Gibbs would be better than Walker. Craig was the resident um, Ken Walker believer, and he was right for the first seven weeks. And then things changed. And then Gibbs started getting 20 points every single week. And Ken Walker is losing snaps to Charbonnet. Now, all of a sudden, things are starting to change. I don't know. Dude, I'm so, so mad. So mad that I didn't trade you Roshan Johnson for Zach Charbonnet. Was that the Remember, Did I you, offer yeah. you that? Yeah, you did. You said either Jalen Warren or Roshan. And if I had traded you Jalen Warren, it would have been a, kind of a wash because now Jalen Warren and Zach Charbonnet are both kind of getting increased roles but Jalen Warren is better right now I'd rather, yeah yeah I'd yeah, yeah. I'd say but at least like um yeah at least Charbonnet is like, like on the uptick be. you know what I mean right but Roshan is like in the fucking doghouse now or something I know Foreman ended up beating him out so not, stupid. not beating him off beating him out of the uh of <laughs> not the, reaching the around running him. back room and right the Mickey reach around um but now Herbert's back, so I don't know what the hell is going to happen. As a Herbert owner, I'm really pissed of how successful Foreman has been. Yeah, you and me both. And you don't want a three-headed back field for the Bears. You don't want that. No. Definitely not. That was Stellar Stars of the Week, brought to you by Raider Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job your man or woman started. Or Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse owns ESPN, which is who we're using. So, in a way, he's owned us. He's owned our fantasy league since the beginning. How about that? Kind of wild. I don't like Very. it. So, when you emailed about the decimal point changes, you were emailing Mickey Mouse? One of his subordinates, yes. He said, oh, boy, we have to change this. <laughs> That's pretty good. That was good. What that fucking decimal point in there? Can you do uh, Donald Duck? No, I can't. I can't do. I cannot do Donald Duck. I could try Goofy. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I just think of oh boy, holy oh, If I see Devin Singletary get one more, no. carry, I'm going I'd to like fucking kill, kill myself. <laughs> No, that's fucking. What's his, is it? Droopy dog. Droopy dog. Yeah, something? droopy. Oh boy, <laughs> you used to do that. <laughs> oh uh, shit. Goal. Oh, <laughs> you can also derive that off to uh, uh, sugar booger. <laughs> no, oh my god. Yeah, uh, and then it turns into a Hugh Neutron thing. Oh, God. I love Hugh. Gunless pie. Good. You've been hitting the weight, son. Good. Before everything. <laughs> hmm. Oh, what's next? Wait. Well, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Who's who's better? Hugh who's Neutron better? 
or uh, Timmy Turner's dad? Which dad's Ooh. better? Oh, I All like Timmy's dad. He's funny. They're both really funny, though. That's I one. That's one for the listeners. We don't know their names, right? Yeah, it's Hugh Neutron and Timmy's no, the, dad. Tim, oh yeah, Tim. Okay, that's what I meant. I think Timmy's dad for me takes the cake. I think he has a lot more moments. Wait, isn't that a running joke in the episode where Timmy travels back in time and meets his dad as a kid? That like, isn't that like a joke? He can never might hear be. his dad's name. You might be right about that. Like, there's always like a sound in the background that like drowns <laughs> yeah. it out. Yes, yeah, yeah. You're right. Like a bus. Like, I'm pretty sure. Nice to meet you. Yeah, he's like, I'm. It's like the Krabby Patty formula. Oh, man. Dude, I did not understand that that was intentional for so many years of Me my too. fucking life. Me too. I thought it was just like one of those weird cable things where like sometimes yeah, they, they cut just out. cut. Yeah, and it just yeah, because it went too the... long and they got to get yeah. the next show on. Exactly. Yeah. Deceiving. They got us. Um. All right. It's time for... Fuck. Fuck of the week. Brought to you by PBJ Lube. If you're gonna get fucked, you might as well use lube. And um might as well. Craig, is Craig still in chat? Probably not. Well, if he is, this one, this one's shout out, Craig. Um, because this week's fuck of the week is Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars, who threw for 185 yards. Not bad. But this was, he had two picks and a fumble. Ooh. And Minus he had six. 2.1 fantasy points on the day. That's it. Um, I have never been more wrong. Actually, that's a lie. I was wrong about Russell Wilson last year. So I'm going to shut up. I did see an interesting stat today on Twitter about Trevor Lawrence, which I wish I saved. But apparently, if you correct for how um for how quick Trevor Lawrence gets the ball out um because their offensive line is like low key like not great so when you factor in that Trevor has Trevor Lawrence has to throw the ball really fast they rank like dead last in pass protection uh because he's like hurried on like a ridiculous amount like percentage of plays like 60% of the plays or something he's being hurried because of defensive pressure. So I got yeah. you. So I don't know if it's necessarily his fault in its entirety. I mean, he also has thrown some absolutely dumb interceptions as well. Um, but that definitely is a problem. So yeah, he's thought, he thought, has been a problem. Thought big brain Doug Peterson supposed to be this offensive guru. How about we figure it out? How about we figure out the offensive line issues so that way yeah. you get your franchise quarterback more time to make better plays and not have me throwing my arms up in the air with a two-point performance in week 10. How about that, Doug? Well said. Now, it was the 49ers, and on the if you're looking for the season as a whole, ETN has been getting a lot of touchdowns on the ground, taking away from what Lawrence could do. So from like a year-long perspective, that could be why Lawrence is just underwhelming. But this Trevor particular Lawrence, week was terrible. Trevor Lawrence hasn't had a game that he's thrown over two touchdowns. He's only done that twice this year, by the way. 
He hasn't had a fantasy performance over 18 points. And he's only thrown over 300 yards once. Right. Right. But like when you get ETN rushing in two touchdowns every single game, you know, that might happen. But not this week. Lawrence fucked you, and he fucked you good. He fucked you so much, so bad. He fucked someone in our league so bad that they made a trade so they could bench his ass. They traded away Christian Kirk, which is another form of getting away from Trevor Lawrence, and Aaron Jones, and received Jared Goff and B. John Robinson. And that someone is a longtime follower of the podcast, Crick. Shit trade. Another year. Another year where Craig just fucking touches his toes and looks back and says, You ready, Jake? You ready, Jake? I'm ready. <laughs> ready for you. Jake, I'm waiting. T- touches his toes. God, Jake, so graphic, man. Jake, you ready? Okay, we get it. If you're watching the Twitch, this is that's why you watch the Twitch. Yes. Um, I disagree. If I, anything, that was a reason not to watch the Twitch. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I thought you were going to say you disagree <laughs> with Glenn's take. No. I, I I don't know if you're just kidding. I mean, partly you probably are because you got to go with that <laughs> running gag. But I liked the trade for Craig. I mean. You ready? Oh, my God. Glenn is currently bending over. Uh, it's just... He has Bijan now. Because Aaron Jones has been doing nothing. Oh, he has Bijan. You mean the guy that we were talking about uh, 20 minutes ago who doesn't get the ball and is losing snaps to Cordero Patterson and Tyler Algier? Yes. Yeah, that guy. Oh, cool. Good deal. Hey, he's top 10 guy. He hasn't had the buy yet. But he's averaging over 11 points a game. It's yeah. better than Aaron Jones. I guess so. But he's also losing a wide receiver, too, and Christian Kirk, who's currently 23. It's true, but he buy. actually has receivers with Alave, Ayuk, Addison, and Tank Dell. I think he's pretty much set there. I like his team's better this way. Think I we'll do. See. And now starting Goff over Lawrence. We'll which see you in eight weeks. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um. All right, that was fuck of the week. Brought to you by PBJ Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you might as well use Lube. You might as well. Might as well, baby. You might as well. Um, Mason. What's up? Are you enjoying being a Patriots fan? Um, You know, I, in a sick way... I am because now we're finally at the point where I can actively root for them to lose every single week. They're in play. They are in play for the number one pick, um, which is crazy. I, I, I knew it was going to be bad this year, right? I told you guys, I called it. I said, they're not going to be good. They will finish last in the division. Obviously, once Aaron Rodgers got hurt, I did not think that was going to be the case. They proved me wrong. Um, <laughs> like, 
and this this game this past week was just further evidence that um Mac Jones, number one, is not a starting quarterback in this league. That last pick that he threw in that game might have been one of, if not the worst, interception that I have seen in my, you know, 15 or 18 plus years watching football as a fan. That was horrendous. Um, And I mean, it also always goes back to Bill because you look at Mac Jones, you compare him rookie season to now, and it's just not the same guy. He's ruined. He's rushed. He's just a nut a head case now. And um, it sucks because I think he had probably decent talent coming into the league. I still didn't, I didn't think he was going to be like the next guy necessarily, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's genuinely like the season is, is done um, at this point, which kind of stinks. You know what I mean? Like, in all my years of being a Patriots fan, that has never happened. You didn't <laughs> like, think it would be this bad. I didn't think it would be this bad. I thought they'd still contend for a playoff spot maybe and then fall short. But it's it's bad. It's really bad. Are they on bye this week? Yeah, they are. And Belichick's okay. definitely gone after after uh the season. Like you think you think any chance he gets fired mid season? At this point, no. I think if he was gonna get fired, he would have gotten fired after this game. Um, because leading into the game, apparently like the crafts are like heavily invested in business over there. Yeah. Um, so they had like a lot of VIPs like to them, uh like business personnel and whatnot, like come to the game in Germany. So they wanted to win really badly. Like Robert Kraft said in his post or pregame interview on like NFL network that like he personally went into the locker room, talked to the team, said how important the game was. Um, and like, you, you just got nothing. Like the, obviously the team's not listening to bill anymore. Like they're completely shut, shut off. And even bill, um, in press conferences now, I think he's also like checked out because like he's not, he's not like he's he just sounds like he doesn't give a shit, and not in the way that he sounded like he didn't give a shit about reporting before, where he'd just be like, "Yeah, we're uh, getting ready for next week." It's like he'll be like, "Yeah, like whatever, whatever." Like he'll still not give a non-answer, but he won't be a dick because he just doesn't care. He's just like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, it's like whatever." The, the it's the context like he can you can get away with that when your team is you know when you're a dynasty and you're just like unstoppable it's like wow yeah, this guy's when, got so when much you're, confidence when you're he doesn't need games, to say anything you don't need the insight from the reporters but when you're losing games and people actually want to know why you're losing yes. these games you, and he gives you answers like that it's the most infuriating thing in the world right that's like that's not acceptable like you're not there's like no you're right when you're losing that's not what you want to hear from your coach yeah and I makes mean, the sound checked out. I don't know if you guys saw the stuff that's been happening too with like JC Jackson and like uh obviously Jack Jones got released after you know like everything that happened in the offseason, like the team defended him. Um and like and like he ended up getting acquitted of the charges of him bringing the guns to Logan. 
And then he like turned around, wasn't showing up to team meetings. He was still on the team for like another two weeks, which made no sense. And like, if that doesn't suggest that like there's a, he's let go of the rope a little bit there, then I don't know what does. JC Jackson came back specifically because he's being paid by the Chargers still. He stinks. He's also not showing up to team meetings. Belichick benched, um, benched booty last week after he told reporters uh, that he was going to play in the game. And they were like, uh, actually, no, you're not. We tell you when you're going to play. And they benched him when their offense is stagnant and it sucks. Like it's, it's just, it's just, it's a, a clown show. Like it's a clown. It is show. a clown show. Especially like when <laughs> Zappy came in at the end, like, you know, there's no confidence with Mac. And then he does the same thing with the interception. And it shows Bill's face on that final interception, which is right after Mac threw his interception. He just like puts his face in his hand and his palm and he like takes that set off. Like he's so defeated. I, I, but again, <laughs> like from that standpoint, bad. I, I get Mac throws the bad pick. Horrible. But I don't know how you can rile up Bailey Zappi to go in in a moment like that and win you the game. Oh, you can't. It's the final no, drive. He's put in I for the final game-winning drive or whatever it I'll was. I'll be honest. I don't even think they were expecting him to, to be completely real with you. I don't think that they they cared. I think that was just a clear message that they were sending to Mac Jones yeah. saying, you are done. You're benched. You're not the starter anymore. You're not coming back in this game. You will not play another snap for the Patriots unless someone in front of you gets hurt. That's what that was, and I, obviously it's stupid, but I think that's they didn't give a shit. They were Hold just up. Like, we're sending you a think message. After, you, you think, think that, after the bye, he's he's done? Yeah. What you think that was permanent? That was that was Max last snap, or you thought that was just like an in-game message, or do you think it's a season-long message? No, I think they're not starting Mac this week. I don't think so. I don't know if it's going to be Zappy. That's real. I don't know. I'm uh, sorry. The week after, because especially because it's a bye week. Um, the Patriots have been sniffing around Will Greer and have had him on the roster all year. And supposedly like he looked really good in training camp. Um, so like a lot of people think that he might be the quarterback cause they clearly don't like Zappy. I mean, they wanted to move on. Oh, they wanted to move on from him. That's why they cut him earlier in the season, but he right. just made his way back because he made it through waivers. So like <laughs> it, people think it's, it's, uh, it's going to be Will Greer. I guess we'll see, but like, I don't know. Like, like I said, it's point, just at this point, it's like what they have to lose. Yeah, yeah. So. Might as well try whatever. Um, I guess they could have grabbed Carson once. He was signed by anyone uh, know Rams. 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 Yes, thank you. Which is surprising to me because that suggested to me that they were fearful about uh, Matt Stafford's UCL injury. Is is that what it is in his, your thumb? That's what he had, right? A sprained UCL or something like that. I think so. But regardless, yeah. his sprained thumb. So that I thought that they were potentially going to let him sit out for a little bit longer, just because Brett Rippon was so terrible. Um, yeah, which they didn't confirm anything right now. There's still a chance Stafford will play. Um, but that is, you're right. That is a a move, you know, believe what they do, not really much what they say. If they're signing with the quarterback, I think they're more fearful than they might be leading on. Yeah. True. 
It's going to be interesting to see how the second half of the season plays out with the Patriots with other teams, but the number one pick is in play. I don't like it. Quite honestly, I hope that they uh, have the number one pick. Caleb Williams says, nah, I'm going back to school. (laughs) if If they lose, if they lose to the Giants, like I'm saying, like number one picks in play, obviously it's probably going to be the Panthers. Cardinals right. won too. Yeah, but it's probably it's probably going to be the Panthers. The Panthers stink, and I don't think the Patriots are as bad as the Panthers, as bad as they are. But I don't know. It's close. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question now. If you're the Panthers and you get the number one pick, do you draft Caleb Williams? They can't. Why not? Chicago has it. Oh yeah, that's right. Because <laughs> they traded it to draft Price Young. Stupid. Now, if you're Chicago, you draft Caleb Williams, right? You have to. I would say probably because, I mean, you could probably trade Justin Fields and get a pretty good haul for him. Yeah. So, like, he has high, high enough upside that people would give, like, a good amount to get to get him on their team. I mean, I'd take Justin Fields on the Patriots. If Brock Osweiler can get the bag, then uh, Fields can get the bag. I, I've been hearing people on, you know, sports radio uh, – in Boston talk about possibly Kirk Cousins as the next quarterback of the Patriots. No. No, I don't Ky- mind old Kyler guy. Murray. I'll take or, Kyler. Who's uh, another guy? Possibly like a Derek Carr. Oh. No. You wouldn't like Kirk to get you through a transitional period? No, because I think Kirk is too good to do that. You know what I'm saying? Could get you to the playoffs. That, But I don't want to go to the playoffs. I want the Patriots <laughs> to be in the basement for like three years so they can have like three high draft picks and get like a solid line on both sides of the ball and a you know quarterback and then get and some you know, weapons. And you know what the thing is too? And, you know, a lot of people saying, yeah, this is Bill's last year. Bill needs to go this and that. The problem is change sounds great when things are going bad. But there's no guarantee moving on from Bill Belichick is the best move for this organization. Like Just because you move on from Belichick doesn't mean his successor is going to be what he was or even you know, to that point of success that he had or even you know, he, he could still suck. So you don't know until it happens, but as it how bad it's going right now, people are eager for change. But it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna work. You know what I'm saying? Not to be the glass half empty guy, but you got to put that in perspective. Like there's a reason Bill Belichick is one of the greatest coaches of all time. I don't think you could just replace that. But we're gonna find out. No, I mean, I look. I think that there there is a, a a template for success when it comes to coaching in the modern day NFL, um, and I think you've seen it on teams like the Rams. You've seen it on the Dolphins. Um, you need an offensive minded head coach, and then you designate the defense to a defensive coordinator because what happens is if you have a great OC. Like, look at what happened to what's happened to the Bills, right? 
Bills had Brian Dayball. Brian Dayball turned Josh Allen into Josh Allen. Brian Dayball was very successful as an offensive coordinator. So naturally, he left to go be a head coach. So that's the risk you run if you're a defensive-minded head coach with a good OC. Uh, So I think the opposite is better. Like Mike McDaniel, obviously, is a great offensive-minded head coach. Sean McVay, great offensive-minded head coach. Kyle Shanahan, great offensive-minded head coach. And what do all those teams have in common? They have good systems in place on offense that make them be successful week in and week out. And you have that continuity with the head coach. You know what I mean? So it doesn't matter. Defense, guy can leave, bring another defensive guy. Even even the older coaches like Andy Reid. Yes, uh, Reid too. You could, I mean, you can even say Sean Payton. Russell Wilson, look at the difference between this year and last year. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I agree with that. But we're going to see. Hell yeah. <clears throat> Let's get into the pigskin pickums. I, I forgot to do them last the week. I knew you would. I knew you would. I knew you would. <laughs> now I've missed that episode before and I did not forget I but this time I did I mean the I didn't is, have a chance you, anyway. had, you had such a firm grasp on the Mickey Mouse reach around you weren't even thinking about grasping your phone to make your picks and pickums. yeah I will say the app does send you a notification make your picks it does quick yeah, make your pick make your pick but I oh. promptly ignored it um Craig is starting to pull away guys he's in first He's up by four on Sukami and ads. I'm still in fifth. And then, uh, I don't know, Jim is in fourth. I don't know, Jim. And then our third. And then I'm in fourth. I'm in fifth. Still got a long way to go, though. It's got a whole half of football. Kind of. Um, George Pickham's. I do the music for the pickums. Yeah, yeah. All right. Maybe it'll make it'll make us go rapid fire a little bit more. Yeah, Thursday night football. The Cincinnati Bengals at five and four, coming off a big loss to the Houston Texans, now go to Baltimore to face the Ravens on Amazon Prime. Who are we taking? Give me the Ravens. Thank God this Thursday night game is good. Yes, I agree. Give me the Bengals. Oh. We will be watching. Oh, yeah. Moving on. Oh, to Zay Sunday. versus Chase. Sorry. Oh, oh, oh I do have Zay. That's yeah. right. Shit. Moving on Sunday, you got the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are 6-3, and three, facing the Browns, who are 6-3. and three. Um, All the NFC, all the AFC North teams could make the playoffs, by the way, and it's looking like that through the halfway mark. I mean, best division in football. Cleveland Browns defense is like wildness. Yeah. Must be nice to have him on your fantasy team. Uh, Yeah. That's why I spent 50 bucks on him. Give me the Browns at home. Give me the Browns. I'm picking the Browns. Browns in the dog pound. You know that the Steelers are like the first team in history to be like outgained on offense in all of their all of their wins. So they have like less yardage, you mean? 
Yes, yeah. they've had like less total yardage in every single game than their opponent, but they've still. And they're won. six and three. And they're three six games and three. over five hundred. How does that make sense? To me, that that speaks to the defense. I would imagine short fields, or special teams, or special teams. Oh, yeah. This game, the Chicago Bears are three and seven, traveling to Detroit to face the seven and two Lions. Give me the Lions at home. Lions, Lions. The no LA Chargers are four and five, heading to Green Bay in the not so frozen tundra of Lambeau Field, but it's almost getting there. Mm. And they're three and six. And the Chargers on the road. Yes. Watch out. Packers could steal this one because I don't it's know how Rivers does in cold weather. I'm taking the Chargers. Same. The Las Vegas Raiders. Head down to Miami, where it's hot down there still this time of the year, right, Susan? Correct. Correct. <laughs> How are the Raiders five and five? I Same way know. the Steelers are six and three. I guess. Even the Dolphins. Hey, uh, Antonio Pierce taking over, giving the Raiders new life. Did they beat the Jets on Sunday night? They must have, right? Uh yes. I'm pretty sure they yeah. did. It was close. All right. Well, <laughs> restart that. Start back up. I'm going to pick the Dolphins at home. Me too. Me too. All right. Then you got the New York football giants heading to Washington to face the commanders. Two and eight versus four and six. Gross. Yeah. Give give me the commanders at home. Sam Howell, number five quarterback. Brian Robinson Jr., number four running back. Are you kidding me? Commander. Sneaky. The Dallas Cowboys on a roll, and they're about to face one of the worst teams in the league in Carolina. Give me the Cowboys. Yes. Cowboys. Tennessee Titans at 3-6 and six, travel down to Jacksonville to face the 6-3 and three Jaguars. I'll tell you what. I'm taking the Titans. Me too. Me too. I'm sticking with the Jags. You know that Derek Henry averages like 200 total yards every time he plays the Jags. What? So I should trade for Derek Henry? 200? Yeah, it's something wow. crazy like that. I think you're skewing it a little bit, but well, I like, like it. It might be like over 150. Well, that's different than 200. It's still a lot. <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals are 2 and 8, and they're going to Houston to face possibly the rookie of the year in CJ Stroud, possibly the MVP, CJ Stroud. Goat. Still early. Um, but give me the Texans at home against the Arizona Cardinals. Give me the Texans. I'm going with the Cardinals. Okay, Trey McBride. I got Trey McBride in my flex. So I can have I'm root for the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shut up. Wow. Yeah. T- I was going to say Kyler is going to make an impact, but okay. Was he? I don't care he's... if he's making an impact because it's not going to Hollywood Brown. That's the problem. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Tampa Bay Buccaneers are four and five, and they're going to San Francisco to face the 49ers. San Francisco is going to keep rolling. Yeah, for sure. And then, sorry, Bucks. The New York Jets are four and five, going to Buffalo to face the Bills, who are five and five. Josh Allen sucks against this Jets defense. Is that going to matter? Is that going to continue? Do the Jets pull out a win in Buffalo? No. No. But it's going to no. be a low-scoring game. 
but the Buffalo's ultimately going to win. They're going to. There's no way the Jets going two and zero against the Bills this year. Oh, it's going to be a low scoring game because I got Josh Allen on my team and I'm using reverse psychology. <laughs> my God, dog! Yeah. The last yeah. time the Bills played the Jets, Josh Allen scored ten points. Oh yeah, so now he's going to get nine. Seattle Seahawks are six I, I, and three. I, I, this is what I have to deal with. I can't. Well, I was going for the jugular tonight. Seattle Seahawks are six and three. Going to LA to face the Rams for three and six. I'll tell you what. I don't like the way Seattle looks. I don't like the way their beak is peeking out and going down. They're not that good of a football team. I think the Rams with Matt Stafford at home get it done. Me too. I'm going Seahawks. Yeah. And then on Sunday night, you got Josh Dobbs going against Russell Wilson and the Broncos. Six and four versus four and five. Sunday night football. Give me Josh Dobbs and the Vikings. Give me the Vikings. Give me the Broncos. They're riding, they're riding high after last week's win. They're at home where the air is thin. Mm. Watch out. You mean to rhyme? Or were you just no. on time? Yes. Monday Night Football, we have a rematch of last year's Super Bowl when the 8-1 Philadelphia Eagles travel to Kansas City to face the 7-2 Chiefs. The two best teams in each of their respective conferences. Who takes home the victory on Monday night? Give me the Eagles. Me too. I'm picking the Eagles. Chiefs at home. Uh, they're going to combine for 69 points. That's how it goes. Yeah, that that's correct. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs that... just have not been peak performance this year. Oh, and the Eagles I... have? They've been pretty good. The Eagles are just finding a way. As I the think Chiefs they find been. a way this, this week. Nah, uh, I think the clock strikes nine and the Chiefs spank them. It'll be Here fun. It'll be a fun game. Spank them. Save it for the next yeah. segment. Okay. Spank them? I will. That was pigskin pick'ems. But now oh. we are turning on the grill. Sizzling hot takes are brought to you by Der Burgers. Sousa. When Mickey Mouse was sitting on your lap, he asked you, Mason, can you do the voice? Hey, can you say are the burgers good? <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, Durr. <laughs> Durr. Oh, boy. Um, also, <laughs> Megan, Megan brought up a good point in relation to the Chiefs game. Uh, if Taylor Swift is there, then Travis Kelsey's going to pop off. They're, they are going to spank the Eagles. <laughs> By so, the way, keep that in mind. That is a good point, and we're not doing TSTK Watch today, but did you see her Argentina show where she changed the I lyrics? did. Uh, yeah, I heard about karma. that. Karma. <laughs> oh, you heard about that? So Susa? disinterested. What's wrong, Susa? No, uh, like, like, he just goes, joke. yeah, I heard about it. <laughs> Nah, I heard about that. <laughs> Maybe like, it, was just, it was just a little cheese, you know. What's all? Yeah. 
had to resist not immediately I, I, offing oh, myself. I'm trying, to, <laughs> no, I'm, no. I'm trying to picture it. Because when was that? Uh, Saturday. Saturday? So you were probably, you're, you're coming home, right, Susan? I heard about it Sunday. Oh, you heard about Sunday. That's when well, Haley told you? me Sunday. Yeah. yeah. She probably <laughs> said, oh, my God, Matt. He 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 went to uh, the concert, and then she changed the lyrics to Carmen's the guy in the Chiefs coming straight home to me. And then it shows his reaction with Taylor's dad and everyone's, and you were probably just like, uh-huh. <laughs> and inside, you were like, who gives a fuck? Oh, brother, this guy stinks. You guys are, and you said this before I was even on the the podcast when you started this whole thing. I'm not against it. I was I was just rolling my eyes on the cheese factor of that. That's all it was. Yeah. All right. No, I thought it was a nice little tongue-in-cheek, like, wink nudge. I think it's a ruse. Thing. Just to bro, like, the... boink, Get boink. off of this. Get off of this. I mean, come it, on. Why? Comes the guy in the Chiefs. Yeah, bro. They're fucking dating, man. And we all get it. Yeah, cool. I, I'm I'm with Susan. A little cheese. But uh, that's how it was. Cheesy. You guys stink. No fun. <laughs> yeah. No fun. No fun on this podcast. Uh-oh. <laughs> My wife just texted me. Um, yeah. She goes, you're just jealous because you're not the guy on the Chiefs. <laughs> that's low it's true it's true i am um sizzling hot takes for week 11 this is fun i get mason this week i get susan next week oh damn next week Thank- thanksgiving week too take susan. a look at that uh wait oh, who's gonna no. who's gonna ruin who's gonna ruin my thanksgiving this year yeah, that means uh we'll have the cowboys right see you lamb will play thursday yeah, and then Jameer Gibbs will play Thursday too. Oh, oh God! Zach gets to ruin my Thanksgiving this year. Nice. Looks like no bye weeks. What a load of bullshit. You got Purdy too, Glenn. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be having my all right third plate of Thanksgiving, whatever, because that's a night game, right? Yeah, you'll be a pe- you'll be passed out by nine. Nah, I'll be up. <laughs> That yeah. turkey sleep. Oh, I, it's it's weird because the time changed too. Daylight savings, dude. I hate right. it. Oh my god, I got out of work ten minutes late today, and dark. It it was you needed a flashlight to find your car. Michael Thomas yeah. everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, throwing bricks. Uh, yeah. He's not everywhere. He's in jail. Right. Uh, this is not takes. Damn it. You're right. Yes. You had one, right? I did. What did I just say? Uh, Karma might know. not be the guy on the Chiefs, but Pat Mahomes is the guy on the Chiefs. And that guy this week is going to drop trial, as the young kids say, against the Philadelphia Eagles. This is going to be Pat Mahomes' best performance of the year. And just so I'm factually accurate let me look at uh let me look at uh his best performance so far was against the chargers where he had 33 points pat mahomes going for 35 points on monday night football against the eagles 35 fancy points yeesh whoa 
He's going to have four passing touchdowns and a rushing touchdown. And you will know that the Chiefs are officially here when they spank the Eagles by three scores. Wow. Well, let me tell you something. All right. I'm going to take the flip side of that coin. Oh, shit. I think the Eagles, as a whole, their team is going to score 35 points. Oh. And the Chiefs are going to struggle. They're going to be at like 17. Everybody like, holy shit, where was this in the Super Bowl? And they'll be like, oh, yeah. They'll, the Eagles will only be good when the game doesn't matter. And uh, something like that. And who knows? Maybe Devonta Smith catches a couple touchdowns. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not part of the hot take. The hot is take is that Mouse the Eagles are going to destroy. Sorry. <laughs> the hot take is that the Eagles are going to destroy the Chiefs and win by two scores minimum. Well, somebody's going to be wrong. And it ain't going to be me because I'm not picking that game. My sizzling hot take is that Derrick Henry continues his trend of strangling the Jaguars. A what? 300. I was... was, 700 yards. I was exaggerating your... uh, My exaggeration? Right. 300 yards. But this week, he actually is going to have 150-plus rushing yards and two touchdowns, at least. So I should trade for him, is what you're saying? Yes. I almost traded for him last week. Thank God I didn't, because I would have been very upset. Two points. He could have been a fuck of the week. He could have, but Trevor Lawrence He did got fuck me against too. Brendan. And he's a quarterback with long hair. Right. <laughs> like, right. that has something to do with it. Well, I mean, come on. If you're going to have long hair as a quarterback, you can't be having two points on my fantasy team. All right? Fair. Fair. That was sizzling hot takes. Brought to you by Derek Burgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Derek. Derek. Mason, you're going to lose to me this week? Nope. I'm kicking your Dare. ass. Now I'm going to kick your ass twice as hard. No. No. Yep. Yep. It's going to be a what fun one. What you're going to feel this week, Mason, is the winds of change. I'm about to give you the fiery fisto pain. Wait a minute. You guys usually bet something every year. Yeah, we're yeah, more now. No, I mean, even if it's like a, a name change on something or a fantasy team name change. I don't really go on x.com as much as I used to. I can say I don't really use my Twitter that much. So sorry, my hmm. ex. My ex account. What can we bet? Maybe the loser has to send a nude to somebody. What? I don't know. Our, I'm trying to. Oh, loser has to send a nude to me. <laughs> wow, that would be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that would be crazy. That'd be, don't do that. I would hate that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. Loser has to send me a picture of them giving Mickey Mouse <laughs> the reads around. That'd be so crazy, right? That'd yeah, be so act, crazy. Don't actually don't do, do that. that. No, I hate that. No, don't hate do that. Yeah. Don't do that, bro. <laughs> hey, dude, don't do that. <laughs> we uh, no, let's think of something quick. We can bet dinner again. I'm down. It'll give us an excuse to all go get chilies. <laughs> That's true. 
<laughs> what Julie. do you mean alls? Susan just comes along, hey. and the loser has to pay for all. Yes, of us. yes, yes. No, we stay on the same bill. So then the waitress thinks that Susan's a third wheel on our on our date. Right. Okay. So there you go. All right. I'm down. Chilling. Sorry, Susan. No nude pictures. All right. No, that's all right. I'd hate that anyway. <laughs> Susan, who do you think's going to win? Oof. You know, I got to say, I'm being honest. Well, objectively speaking, I guess, Glenn's been heating up and Mason's been cooling off. So if there's any trend happening with that respect, I'd have to give it to Glenn. Got Javante starting to score some touchdowns. Hawkinson's being nasty. But Mason, he's got Puka coming back. He's got Jalen Warren as potentially the lead guy, I guess. I don't know more what like, that... More like Poopa and Jalen Boren. Poopa. Scoopa. And Jefferson. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, all right. If I had to put money, I would say Glenn. Sorry, right. no, I'm definitely I remember that. <laughs> no, I'm definitely gonna lose. I'll remember that. But you'll be able to say your opinion next week when me and Glenn play each other. I'm gonna put that clip in my championship video, the DVD mm. that comes out. This you can still lose and win the championship later. Nah, if you don't beat me this week, you're not winning the championship. <laughs> Plain and simple. This is, this your is championship. my championship. <laughs> then again, this last is for time. Chili's. Last time Glenn said someone wasn't going to win a championship, they want a championship. I need those Southwestern egg rolls on your dime. You know what? It's okay, Susan, because that championship was negated by a toilet bowl, and I did say he was going to win the toilet bowl. Will it happen again? I hope so. <laughs> okay. I hope so. I texted Jake. Um... After they made the trade, I said, damn. I said, I didn't know you were trying to be the second champion to win the toilet bowl, too. <laughs> you love that. Did he freak out when he said that? No. What did he say? Oh, what do you mean, man? You don't like the trade? He said. Did he give you a long paragraph as to why he did it? Oh, no. I said, I remember when you had a dynasty in this league. He said, the good old days. I said, now you're trying your hardest to be the second champion to get the toilet. He said, ha no. He said, this is a good package. He said, I have to win this week. And these guys are good. A wide receiver, two and RB, two. I said, man. He said, I don't know. I like the package. I said, I'm just messing with you. I do this to everyone when they make a trade. And I sent him a screenshot of our conversation with Craig. So It's true. Bijan on by. If Pryor needs a win now, that'll help. Oh, Bijan's on bye? Yeah. Oh, Craig's an idiot. <laughs> well, Alave's on bye, too. I, he doesn't care about winning. He's made that clear. He's just preparing for the consolation. Sad, because he actually has a chance. I know. No one's out of it, officially. No. You know what that is? Toilet bowl mentality? Well, TBM. Toilet TBM, bowl mentality. Baby. It's tough. It is tough. He was, Sad, really. He was a back-to-back champion. Crazy. And then when the world needed him most, he vanished. vanished. He vanished. Yep. He hates Zach, though. 
Yeah, I like that. I like that feud. <laughs> That's a good one to watch. Mm. But that came out of nowhere. I was happy when he said he's starting to hate Zach more than more than me. So yeah. I was like, well, you're not off. You're not just like, yes. <laughs> no, I'm not off the hook, but I'm wiggling. Yeah. While he's focusing on Zach, I might be able to escape. Maybe. Or he gets sealed in a Katatuna. Or maybe it's her fur. All right, we got to go. Oh, we got to go? Now you're stealing my entry, my uh, exit? No. No, I'm starting your exit. If if he was stealing your exit, he'd say, guys, let's get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Bye-bye.